Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and thank you so much for joining us today. And welcome back to a brand new episode of Ask the Tech Coach. This is episode number 92. And with me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Miss Susan Vincent. Susan, how are you today? Welcome back to Ask the Tech Coach. Welcome back to you. It feels like it's been just a few weeks, but although we've uh, been busy uh, Wrapping, I've just wrapped up the school year with my teachers and students. They got everything turned in last week. The teachers are finalizing report cards, and I know that they're looking forward to summer. I work all summer. I'm a 12-month employee, but um, looking forward to planning some PD, which is what we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Where have you been, Jeff? Oh, I have been all over the place. For those of you who have been following the channel, this is actually the first broadcast from the brand new TeacherCast Studios up in amazing Connecticut. We uh, took a few weeks off. We moved. Uh, I can officially say no longer living in New Jersey. Have a beautiful place. We're going to be documenting the entire journey of taking what is essentially a living room area and turning it into an educational broadcasting studio. Uh, created a little desk right now, but we've got a new system coming in, got a lot of microphones, cameras, lights. We are going to be having a great time and really building our EDU brand, Susan and I, over the next couple weeks. We hope that you guys, of course, stick with us. We are going to be broadcasting live on YouTube. We're broadcasting on Facebook, LinkedIn, all over those places. And of course, you can check out teachercast.net anywhere that you go. And of course, this very podcast, Ask the Tech Coach, is live every single week, and we drop our podcast on Monday morning. Thank you guys so much for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. And Susan, that's all that we're going to be talking about today is professional Professional development. development. As we're getting here, exactly. I mean, as we're getting towards the end of the school year, I know my district's looking around saying, okay, we've just been through a lot. I mean, look, we're still in a lot. We're still there. But as we go into next year, we don't know what's going on. We're going to start off in class, I assume, and who knows. But we've got this amazing opportunity, not only as school districts, but tech coaches. But I'm even going to throw in as content creators, Susan. And today we're going to focus on three major things that we should be focusing on as, as teachers, coaches, school district, content creators about professional development. But I got to ask you, from your point of view, from your desk, how are you doing? What are you thinking about the world of PD? I'm sure that you just got done doing a few weeks of training to get people up to doing the whole virtual distance learning thing. But as we're turning that corner and looking ahead, where are you? What are your thoughts? Oh, yes. We just did a lot of training, building an airplane as we flew it here for the last several weeks. And now it's time to reflect on even as a tech coach myself of what did I learn from these last several weeks? And even while we were still in the classroom face-to-face, what had I already collected and reflected upon and how am I going to use that to train my teachers to start out the new year, whatever that's going to look like. And when we say whatever that's going to look like, we really do mean whatever that's going to look like, right? I mean, I'm preparing for 
being back in the class with 30 kids. I'm preparing for being back in the class. And instead of teaching 12 sections, teaching 24 sections to smaller groups. Yes. Um, I know my district is my, my building is looking to go like into like hour blocks with our related arts teachers being like 40, 45 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised if we find out that we're, you know, doing an A day, B day schedule, but like an A day one and an A day two schedule. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm preparing so for so many different things, right? Yes, very much. And as tech coaches, it's important that we, again, reflect upon all of those scenarios that may be possible and have our um, bags packed and ready to uh, dump them out per se mm-hmm. on these teachers of what they need to know for whatever scenario happens to be happening that day. Now, of course, if you're a tech coach or if you're out there and you're going to be a tech coach this year, we would love to hear from you guys. You can check us out on Twitter at ask the tech coach, leave us a voice message at teachercast.net slash voicemail. And if you're happening to be listening to this show live, you can of course write in any of the comments we would love to hear from you guys and certainly talk about as we go through here. So today, Susan, we're going to look at the three things that we feel that school districts should be focusing on. And I think the biggest thing is Starting with the basics, there's still so many teachers out there that even after 11, 12, 14 weeks of being distance, there's still teachers. Even last week, I did a training on what is Google Meet after 11 weeks. It's still important for school districts to make sure that we have all of our bases covered. Oh, definitely. You know, so many basic and, you know, and obviously don't forget about those new teachers, but Mm -hmm. what, you know, we got to think about what's already in place that the new teachers don't know. And maybe even new teachers that were there last year that they may not fully have been aware of. And then what's in place in our schools that we may forget to clarify with some of those veteran teachers who have been there, you know, just, you know, just something simple as posting an assignment on a Google Classroom or a Canvas course and organizing that course. That's been a big thing with us is, and something we've reflected on through this distance learning phase is organization of courses. You know, as tech coaches, we know all this and we think that's pretty basic, but it's maybe not so basic to some people. They just think, oh, I'm going to post that assignment. And my kids going to find, my students are going to find it. And we found that that's not always been the case. So it's so important to organize those courses, whether it be on Canvas, Google Classroom, Schoology, whatever. And, and organizing it in multiple ways, right? Having it as a written format, having it as a video format, having it as an audio show, if you're, if you know, if your district's into doing intranet podcasts and stuff like that, having it be available in a way that other people are going to be able to look at it. And of course, easily consume that content is important. You know, in my district, I, I was working this past couple of weeks on, on our parent portal. Um, I was recently working with a, with a fantastic ed tech company. We're going to talk about this a little bit later as the year goes on, uh, on, on what does their professional learning platform look like? And of course, you know, on TeacherCast, it's what does learning look like? How does learning look like? What kind of things do teachers want? I feel like TeacherCast is going to be going back to the basics And I know even with my school district, as so many, over the summer is when school districts change so many things. School districts are going from Google to Microsoft, from Microsoft to Google. Um, I know there's a few teachers out there that uh, have been coming to our, our tech coach meetings on Wednesdays. They recently, some of them said they recently got WebEx. 
who's got who's got training on cisco's webex platform but but that's all important stuff and obviously over the summertime you know these ed tech companies are adding features and no more now than ever so many features are popping out that you wouldn't think about so it's really important that everybody keep up with things mm-hmm. and and as we're going and obviously look if you guys are out there listening to our our our, our video show on, on facebook on youtube leave us a comment down there we would love to hear from you guys check out everything in our description now you've noticed a couple things about your basics when you think about building for your and again, I don't even want to say beginning teachers because veteran teachers could still be on that level one of SAMR, right? Let's Absolutely. start with the basic stuff here. What are you looking to put together this summertime for your teachers? Well, for me, it's been um, for our um, primary level teachers, like our K to two teachers has been, they just kind of had to dig into Google Classroom and go with it. Mm-hmm. They really hadn't had training because they hadn't used it a whole lot. They used things like Class Dojo, a right. little bit of Seesaw, and just ba- basically to post to let parents know what was going on, not to have students access the assignment. So that's something we hadn't focused on because we didn't need to focus on it. So that's going to be a huge push for me to get some um, Google Classroom training modules ready for them if we do have to go distance learning again and just even things for um letting parents and families know okay how do i access how do i get access to this chromebook how do i get my student logged in if for some reason god forbid that we have to start the year off with distance learning you know those things are going to have to be covered so those are some things that i'm looking at what about you with your middle school level teachers well, you know, I, I've been recently doing a lot of trainings at my school on the for the elementary teachers. We did two sessions of Google Meet for elementary. Mm-hmm. We did two sessions of Google Classroom for elementary. And the one thing I keep reminding myself is that the elementary teachers have so many different, uh, I, I don't want to say needs, but their needs are different than the upper level teachers, right? Oh, because, yes. you know, the students are, are, are less capable i don't i don't know you know trying to use the right words less independent right now i'm always going back to the fact that for the last 11 weeks i've been watching my six-year-old triplets do google classroom and and take zoom meetings and all these different things and i'm going my goodness these are kindergartners handling this and Mm -hmm. and they're doing the best that they can and you're realizing that you're a first second kindergarten grade teacher working with these young minds trying to teach them how to do all these things so the lessons are just different um you know i I don't know what tips do you have for anybody in that position you know just again reflection and as a coach you know being um what's the word i'm looking for um Awesome. Adapt, adapt. Being awesome. Yes. <laughs> Obviously being awesome. That's important. But being ad- adept and tuned in to what your teachers are doing, you know, especially during distance learning, you know, check in with them, check in with them, know what they're doing, know what they need and um, getting that reflection to be able to plan the next year. You know, that's how I've um, really gotten the perspective that I have on what I need to focus on getting together this summer and starting the year off with come August. So, Susan, the first thing that we're thinking about is making sure that we're starting from the basics so that way we hit every person in the district. What's the second thing that districts should be focusing on? Well, we need to always remember our advanced users. We don't want to leave them in the dust of 
totally focusing everything on the basics, we need to challenge our advanced users and not let them just sit there and be, um, with, again, stalled and doing the same thing all the time. Let's move up that, again, that SAMR model. Let's move up to the M and the R with these advanced users right. and show them how that they can um, modify and refine you know, and, those lessons. And, you know, that's important for two things. Number one, it's important to make sure that they're getting the more advanced training, right? Because they mm -hmm. don't want to be sitting in beginning stuff. But also no. it's important to let them know that everybody is, is learning these things. And, you know, how do you guys help us as the tech coaches out? We can't be everywhere. But if they're, if they're a fourth grade teacher and they are more advanced, how do they create lessons for all the fourth grade teachers? If for, you, know, you can't make a meeting, you're not invited to a meeting, you're not aware of a meeting, anything like that. Having these different things available for our more advanced teachers, or as we sometimes call them, you know, like our tech generals, um, mm -hmm. really important that we keep everybody in scope as we go through things. Yeah, it's always been a huge belief of mine that you learn something better and you become better at it if you teach it. So bringing those advanced technology integrators in under your wing and make them feel like they're a part of things and, you know, involving them in the trainings that you're doing. Like you said, we can't do it all. And, you know, I can hold, you know, a training on the basics with some of the beginning users, but if they can get a group of their peers together and that's where those peers may listen a little better and be more willing to try something if those advanced users say, hey, here's how I did in my math classroom or my history classroom that right. worked for me, and I encourage you to try it. Sometimes that even gets the point across better. Well, you know, here's what I'm finding out with a lot of school districts. We focus on the beginners and we focus on the advanced. And we forget the bigger picture, or at least we don't have time for that bigger picture. And you know, we're, we're always focused on how to do things. How, you know, how do I add a grade in Google Classroom? How do I set up a, a, a video chat in Microsoft Teams? I would encourage any tech coach, any school district, any content creator, start to focus on not just the how, but keep the why, keep the what, keep the when, all those philosophy things, you know, it's not only to say, how do you make a video call on Zoom, but when should you do that? Why should you do that? What, when would you want to use Google Slides into something different? I'll give you an example. To do a, a PD on Google Slides, most people might think about using it as a presentation tool. And, you know, how do you add text? How do you add graphics? How do you do all those other things? I am in the middle right now of a fantastic lesson on how to use Google Slides to create mobile apps. And I've got all of the students in my tech ed classes making mobile apps. I've made up a little template and handed it out to the classroom. And now we're actually talking about function, form, uh, wireframes, linking slides. It has nothing to do with Google Slides. But mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to doing that as a video here on TeacherCast, as a PD session, anything like that. I'm looking forward to getting into those deep dives and that could be something for beginners and that could be something for advanced, Absolutely. but it's more than just the, you know, this is what the tool is. Yeah. It's always so neat. One of my favorite things when I go to a conference, those sessions that are titled st stuff like the things that you didn't know Google Slides could do, or, right. you know, just those things that are kind of more out of the ordinary than the basic, you know, even as tech coaches, 
we should be working on going up the ladder of the SAMR model ourselves when we're presenting things and not just keeping at that substitution and augmentation level for us. Right. We need to talking about those advanced users and the people in the middle. You know, we need to reflect on that ourselves. But it's hard. And and I'm glad that you just mentioned the word reflect, because, you know, when we first started this whole distance thing, I had to go back. You know, I, I don't I don't personally look at SAMR as as a step ladder. I, I do believe it's 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 scaled. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the S oh, yes. the A is, but it's not it's not a race. It's not a game. It's not a, it's not all those. But, no. you know, we all had to sit back and say, all right, now I'm doing this at home what is the substitution for me doing an amazing lesson or a basic lesson or anything like that? You know, we are starting over at that S line and going, okay, what is the substitution for me doing this at home on a Chrome? Exactly. Um, Cause we were it, all definitely at the S when we had to go distance learning anyway. I exactly agree with you on all those things. It's amazing to see what's happened. We would love to keep in touch with you. Um, Now that we're back up here in our studio, we are going to be as consistent as possible every single Monday. We're going to be offering our Ask the Tech Coach podcast. We would love to have you guys be on the show. Uh, Eventually, we're going to be having a consistent time that way we do the Tech Coach Live, you know, streaming. Um, but every single Monday, you're going to be hearing from us. We're going to be putting a blog post. We want to be your tech coach for your school district and for your classroom. Susan, you have a fantastic website that we're putting together. Tell us a little bit about where we can learn about the great things that you're doing. Um, I have my blog and my website at techimaginations.net, and that's where I post all of my conference presentations, trainings for my teachers, and just my blog post of what's going on in my tech coaching world. And of course, you can check out all the tech coaching stuff here over on askthetechcoach.com as part of the TeacherCast Educational Network, where you can find our podcasts, our blogs, our professional development network. And soon we're going to be doing some live conferences over the summertime. Stick around with it. This is, of course, episode number 92. And on behalf of Susan Vincent, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.